people it's uh versa here on another episode of here to tell and uh I, I thought i would talk to you guys a little bit about something that's been on my mind recently uh in a couple of my recent travel destinations uh, california has been the most recent one uh, but most likely have texas um, austin texas to be exact or uh, new orleans coming up here soon but one thing uh, that I want to talk to you guys about is uh, living here in Oregon, uh, specifically uh, Portland, Oregon, is we're kind of sheltered. We're kind of on our own little bubble, um, if you will, um, living over here in the, the Pacific Northwest, as people always talk about. And um, it's interesting, you know, because I've, I've grown up here off and on for most of my childhood, but you know, spend some time down south, spend some time in Southern California. Um, but it never, it, it never fails when you visit these other states, um, at least for me, uh, it comes back around like Portland is a very inviting place. Like, there's no doubt about that. The, you know, the people are just way more open to, you know, conversation and like, taking that conversation to a whole nother level you know sometimes you realize that you talk to a stranger on the airplane and you guys end up exchanging like social media accounts and then you go out for coffee it's like oh shoot this person is my friend now and whatever right that just doesn't happen at 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 any junction quite as consistently in other states as it does here and it's amazing it is truly amazing. And, you know, what is, it's actually pretty difficult to, to fathom. Like, I don't, I do not understand as to why that is. I mean, people are people. You know, we are, we're naturally, you know, pretty selfish individuals. Um, we're not, we don't typically put ourselves or put other people before ourselves. I mean, that's just the, the, the basic instinct of 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 how we think as a human race and so i know that is you know it's it's some hard work to kind of shed those shed those characteristics however when it comes to being just flat out you know cold-bloodedly you know cold-heartedly uh distant or or short or unresponsive that's i mean that's like that's like your mor your your morals. You were raised wrong if you don't, you know. In my opinion, so I I want to back up and say that, um, you know, on on one of these, this last trip that I was on, I actually um, did a little bit of experimenting. And no, I'm not saying like I was experimenting with drugs or experimenting with you know random people out there doing. God knows what with who. No, that's not what I'm saying. I, when I say experimenting, I mean like I did my own little self-analysis and self-experiment that the other people surrounding me didn't really know I was doing. Example, uh, when you go out downtown or when you go out at night or with your friends or whatever to do like group activity, they don't have to necessarily know that you're only talking to a certain 
type of person, whether it's people only over a certain height or maybe if you're approaching women, you only talk to brunettes or if you're with girls and guys, you only approach people wearing red shirts, whatever the experiment be. People don't have to know that you're, you know, embarking on these experiments. You just do them, right? You just do them. So I actually did one um, when I was down in Southern California here recently just to kind of see. As I meant, as I said before, I've been to, you know, Southern Cal numerous times. Um, I visited L.A. I visited San Diego. Um, I've been to San Diego out of the last eight or nine summers. I mean, I've been to San Diego about six or seven of those summers. So, I mean, I've been there every summer for a really long time. So I've gotten really familiar with the surrounding areas. I've gotten really familiar with the people. Um, you know how they are, how they interact, and 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 how to, you know, how to engage them. But this last time, wow! I gotta say, I mean, I honestly felt like just picking up a rock and just throwing it at them because I was so appalled. I was so taken back by their rudeness. Um, it made no sense. Like I know I was raised right, and if someone you know says something to me. Um, even if it's a stranger, I mean, I just feel obliged to to respond back, you know, like it's common courtesy. So what the experiment was, I don't really have a name for the experiment, but um, what it was actually is uh, throughout the day, throughout my days there, from the time I landed um, from PDX uh, into uh, San Diego, where all the palm trees are um, ever so lavish, um, all the way till when I departed um, that weekend, the conclusion of that weekend, I basically took account of um, all the interactions that I had, um, or the encounters, I should say, not interactions, all the encounters that I had uh, with people as I was in and around the environments out on the streets and I would say hi to whether it was me like verbally saying hey verbally saying hi throwing my head up like what's up you know nodding my head down like hey how you doing any of those combinations um I actually counted the amount of times that I did that and didn't get a response and the numbers were you know they were astonishing because I mean I, you, you see probably anywhere between I don't know, something crazy, probably like a hundred, you know, seven, I would say 55, 60 to a hundred and 200 people a day. I mean that those numbers, those are, those are shots in the dark, but I mean, all in all throughout your day, if you're not in a cubicle or in an office setting, you probably easily come encounter um, with, you know, 50 to, I'll say 50 to a hundred, 50 to a hundred, 105 individuals every time you step foot outside. So I got to, I got to, you know, take part in this to myself. And, um, I counted 19 people in a row that did not respond, head nod, you know, throw the head and say, what's up. Um, have any type of verbal response to my initiation like 19 in a row that's in a row so that's from thursday early afternoon 
all the way till I stopped counting at Saturday afternoon because I flew out of town. I flew back to town Sunday evening. So at that point, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I, I'm almost losing all hope in the city of um, La Jolla. I, and that's where majority of it was at. San Diego, I got a lot of engagement. Um, Coronado got some engagement. I mean, I got got engagement at other places, but La, La Jolla, or I, I want to call it La Jolla, but didn't nobody holler back. So I'm definitely just gonna pronounce it the way it should be pronounced. It's spelt like Jala, but La Jolla, 19 people in a row that did not say anything. That is absurd. And completely unnecessary. So I begin to think to myself, why why the hell why why would they not respond? Why would they just look at me like a bag of potatoes or look at me like I'm non existent? Like do they see a ghost? Do they think that do they think that um I'm a celebrity, which I know is pretty much impossible because I don't resemble anybody famous. Um, do they think that, you know, I'm I'm rude for saying for saying something like I actually went there, like I actually said to myself, am I rude for saying hi? <laughs> like I'm telling you guys, like I had this thought. They made me question my, you know, my engagement. Like I actually felt for a second, like dang, maybe I should just not acknowledge, or maybe I should just look straight like they are and just be to myself or the people I'm with. So, you know, when I when I got to that nineteenth number, I had to stop and like tell my friends, like, "Yo, I just counted nineteen people in a row," and it wasn't like hours upon hours of just doing this experiment. No, nah, I mean we we went out, we engaged, we had a good time, went to the beach, we went to the museums, you know, we went to you know uh, different venues. We we kicked it. Don't get me wrong, but at the times I I I wasn't engaged in conversation with the people I was with. And we were walking down the street. I would say hi. It was 19 in a row. That's sad. That is extremely sad. I don't. I cannot. I cannot overstate that enough. Like you try to do that here in Oregon or in Portland, you will not be able to do it. You will not. There's no way. You probably won't even get past. I wouldn't even say you get past like, like seven, and that's probably pushing it. You might get to like three or four. And then someone will say, hello, like you're going to get a response. There's just no way. So, again, back to what I was saying is like, why, 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 why would they respond like that? I've had a lot of friends that live down there. And some of the information that they gave me was, you know, the whole superficial mindset that's uh, obviously surrounding California, specifically SoCal. You know, everyone is, is all about status. Um or you know what you wear you know what what you're driving but you know i wasn't driving i work because we're on the sidewalk you couldn't really see you can't really you know tell you know what my status is because of my attire i mean i dress pretty cleanly pretty versatile um and so you know i would say i I look very presentable but then again i could be wrong i I could maybe look like a slum to them i could look like a slum lord look like i just came out of you know somewhere that um i don't look like i can afford good clothes who the heck knows um what i will say is that 
the superficial mindset does exist down in California. It's definitely a lot more prevalent. So if you haven't visited, you're going to be into a, and for a rude awakening because uh, there's a night and day difference from Portland. But it's not all bad. You just get a cluster of people that don't got no damn sense and um, have no manners. So I, 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 I thought about the superficial mindset. The other thing I thought about was uh, just the sheer fact that they've run into so many different type of you know, um, big shots down there. Everyone is, you know, um, in in some type of booming industry, whether it's act acting or music. Um, some of them are like in like plastic surgery. So they just they almost like look through you and like stare at you in hopes to maybe see if you're gonna budge back and mug them back i don't know it's like this weird like mug competition where you're walking for like these brief seconds and you guys just kind of you know it's like they just look at you like like you just took their bag of oreos you know like like you did something wrong to them like i took their puppy and like put it in a car and roll all the windows up and put the heat on in 100 degree weather like they they went there like they looked at me like that i was i, I could not understand it so I started digging around. I started digging and, and kind of seeing what, you know, what, what La Jolla was, was, you know, kind of what it's about, what it's based on. And obviously it's, you know, it's a surfer town. It's, it's, a, it's a place that a lot of people go to to, um, you know, spend a lot of money. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very um, boutique type, uh, type vibe, type environment. There's a lot of high skill knickknack shops that, um, bring a variety of different big spenders um you know and so i think as 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 i was walking by as we were walking by these people um i think a lot of it was just they they don't necessarily care <laughs> they don't care that you're there they unless you're like i don't know giving them something or, or wearing flashy chains or they don't really you're non-existent so I think a lot of the, what I was experiencing was just lack of lack of lack of care. Um, but, you know, it, it's 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 good, though. It's also good because it lets me know that um, I, I surround myself around positive people. And the more you can surround yourself around positive people, these type of things, they become irrelevant, which this was on my mind for a while, just simply because uh it was so foreign to me it was so new i'd never experienced anything like that before um but i do i do um i do want to try it again I, w- I would i would love to try it again but but this time i would like to be the person that um i'm going to do one of a few things i would either like to stare at the person equally as back awkwardly with that kind of smug look on my face and see if they say anything um, or I would like to say, uh, you know, something along the lines of, you know, do you have a staring problem or do you know me? You know, some type of some type of quick wit, you know, question to make them like think like, oh, oh, snaps, I'm staring. Maybe I should say hi. Something to get them out of, you know, looking at me like I'm like a dead animal or something type type look. Um, or I might just stop walking and just like 
say anything that it just throws them off. Like, stop walking and go. Do you know where you're going right now? I don't know. You know, some something abstract. When you hit people with abstract thoughts or questions, they get caught off guard. And you usually get a chuckle or a smile or a what the hell out of them, you know. And that's that's not a bad thing because anything beats getting, you know, stared at like you belong on the top block. Like, it makes no sense. So, um back back to what i was saying um originally and that's that you know southern california is a very very fun place and traveling to other places in general um you know we have to appreciate what we have here in portland um i've been i've been fortunate to be to uh, several states that um have a lot of a lot of fun a lot of things to do a lot of variety in their city and their towns um and and yeah, I mean, it it really takes the Oregon and Portland specifically takes the cake. Um, I've been to D.C. Uh, and did uh, did the whole Smithsonian museums and um, you know toured all toured all the monuments, Abe Lincoln, um, you know the Washington Memorial, um, the MLK burial site, you know. So I, I mean, and during those times. Um, People were engaging, absolutely, but it's so ambient there that you have their people in D.C. are just faced with constant, constant ambient noises and distractions. They're they're typically very loud, and they almost act like you're, like you're non-existent as well too, um, until something chaotic happens, and then sirens, um, of course, and then all hell breaks loose. Um, and actually, when I was over there. They actually had the um, surrounding area of the uh, National Monument. Um, the the day I arrived, they had it um, sealed off and protected because there was apparently um, an active shooter around the area. Uh, nothing broke out, but I mean that's the type of environment that's over there. But even the people in D.C. was a lot more warm received, well received than you know SoCal. Um, I was in Atlanta um, in 20, 2011, I believe, 2011, 2012. And, um, you know, Atlanta, as they call it, is is a sight. I mean, the South is the South is a totally different animal. It's it's not all, you know, Waffle House, um, Chocolate City and, you know, uh, all that. There is obviously a, a huge, um, huge, a much higher percentage of blacks african americans but there's a lot going on there there's um you know there's street festivals there's there's county fairs that have these ridiculous cookouts and and music events there's constantly there's live music and um they have swap meet kind of like car shows every now and then they they got backwood um uh, country gatherings i mean there's a lot to do in the south um Everyone seems like they're making music like every other hour, dropping a new album, you know. So um, the South is a bug out, you know. But, man, Atlanta is actually very similar to to SoCal. It's It's got that superficial what you drive and how much money you got in your wallet fill, you know. 
Um, but think about it, though. Think about a lot of the, 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 the people that come from Atlanta, the artists. You got people like, you know, Ludacris that came from nothing and make it big. And so when people like him make it big, right, they motivate people and they drive them to new levels. But people want that. They see that. You know, Jermaine Dupri comes from the A. Usher comes from the A. Outkast comes from the A. So, I mean, there's a lot of people that make it and that thrive, especially in the hip-hop culture. But what ends up happening is that now you create this epidemic where everybody wants that, everyone sees that. And if they don't have it, they'll do anything they can to get it. And once they do have it, they'll do anything they can to sustain it and hold on to it. And they're not able to go back to the lifestyle in which they came from without having it because they've busted their ass so hard to try to get it that now it's just it's just second nature. It's like, oh, oh, oh there's no, no. So it's a struggle on reality at times for them to be able to even consider being grounded um, to a level in which they don't have anything to show for anymore or they have less to show for than what they than what the status quo of their town or the people around them have to offer so the south um atlanta is similar to to socal in that regard i would love to go back to atlanta and put that experiment into use um i lived in atlanta for a little bit a little town actually alpharetta is outside of atlanta and um it's nice in alpharetta it's you know it's it's got a good country feel um a lot of home cooked meals uh a lot of a lot of different accents that's thrown at you um in alpharetta but um it's nice down there. I mean, if 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 you if you don't mind jam-packed freeways, taking an hour to get to each destination when it really should only take twenty minutes, um, you know, it, it'll float your boat. Um, I mean, just all in all, it's it's just a huge difference in this um, in this region of the United States than every other place. I mean, I, I I'm sure the people can say the same thing about our state that are from the Midwest, you know, all up and through the Dakotas and the Arkansas and the St. Louis, Missouri's and stuff like that. They probably say the same thing. They're probably like, what the hell is an organ? You know, they probably don't even know that we exist because um, you don't really hear anything from, from, from this state, from this city. I mean, the Blazers and the Timbers is how majority of the people know who we are. We have the Tulip Festival. We're big on wine. We're big on bread. We're big on microbrews. And we're big on food. But honestly, a lot of other states are too. So, I mean, it, it we kind of get blended in. It's not until you come here until you realize, wow, this city does have a lot to offer. And it's a lot of white folks. But outside of that, uh, and that's not a bad thing at all. Um, but they, there could be some more variety and diversity here, absolutely, um, instead of so 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 clustered at times. So, um, you know, I, I think one of the main things here is just when you go to these places um, to, to make sure that you do, you continue to be, you know, how you were raised and how you were grown. But I, I do challenge you guys to, like, you know, go out and go out and uh, spark conversation in these you know these other states, these foreign states that you haven't been to, and see what type of response you get. Don't go in there with 
you know, a pessimistic mindset or a pessimistic attitude because it most likely will backfire. Go in there neutral. Go into the conversation or to the situation neutral. But but just see how they respond or how they react um, to your to your initiation. Hopefully it's well received. Um, hopefully you don't break the record and break my record of 19 in a row of non-responses and look-throughs. You know, hopefully you you do get some um, some headway and some traction um, as as you embark on those um, on those conversation um, situations. So um, I I do think that uh, you know my heart is in San Diego still. I know as as bad as I just made it sound, I love that city. I would go back every weekend if I could there's that much to do there there's endless day fun from you know these rooftop day parties that they have to um, you know they got the the Balboa Park they got a variety of museums they got you know air shows air bases that you can check out they got the zoo they got the safari the wildlife safari that you know, you can be in a, a tram or uh, the the canopy or the the vehicles that don't have no tarp on them. You can get out and and literally like come within centimeters of of a giraffe. And man, they, they, I mean, that's not even that's not even talking about mention. Obviously, the the beaches. You know, Mission Beach, Pacific Beach, Coronado Beach, La Jolla. Oh my gosh, the list just goes on. Um, and every beach has its own style, its own flavor, its own feel, you know? And so, I mean, there's endless possibilities of fun there. And yes, it's expensive. And yes, everything's taxed. And if you can get over that, and if you can afford it, um, man, San Diego is is one of the best cities in the United States by far. Um, I would say, aside from the cost of living, of course, down there, which um, is an easy sell if you're in a good financial position, which I'm not in a bad position. Of course, they could be better. Um, but I would say the other negative thing surrounding San Diego is just as bad for Portland as it is for down there is that crazy ass fault line that is overdue to explode <laughs> any minute. I mean, it's not a laughing matter. It's not because we all know it's coming and it's just a matter of time. And they said that, you know, everyone's talking about the San Andreas fault line that's down there that runs all the way up and through the I-5 corridor from, I believe, the southern southern tip of Canada all the way down to, obviously, the uh, most southern tip of um, California entering Mexico. Everyone talks about the San Andreas. I mean, they've even made movies um with about the San Andreas fault line and how big that earthquake is supposed to be and how much the how much of the state of California is already in the ocean um can they really withstand a, a magnitude 8.8.5 or higher earthquake before the whole uh, southern uh southern basin of California falls into the ocean um you know the the flip side of that or the thing that people don't know that I'll actually give you guys some some insight on is there's a fault line that is temperamentally just as or more 
crazy as the San Andreas. And that fault line I'm talking about is the Juan de Fuca. I won't get into it too much, but if you Google the Juan de Fuca fault line, you will easily discover that its tectonic plates run almost concurrently underneath and jaggedly under the whole Oregon in Washington and California um, regions. And the plates that are on the Juan de Fuca are actually way more rigid and way more aggressively overlapped than the San Andreas. So it's actually, again, temperamentally probably more aggressive and uh, more dangerous, but it doesn't get the publicity, the attention. It doesn't get the love, so to speak, that San Andreas does. Why? I have no idea. You would have to ask a meteorologist. You would have to ask a seismologist because I don't have all the answers. I have some. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I would say that aside from that cost of living, that, that those two fault lines are, are, the, are, are a big deterrent for me not going to um, Southern California. But I'd be in the same boat here, honestly, up in Portland, because they said it's almost impossible to get away from. So I might just move over to Denver and uh, enjoy my time in the the Rockies and hit them ska- hit them sleds. So. There you have it. Um, I, I think myself, um, I wanted to talk with you guys and, and let you know how I feel a little bit and uh, get some feedback on, you know, if anyone has shared some of the same experiences um, and visiting some of these other places I mentioned from D.C. to 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 Atlanta or Alpharetta to obviously living here in Oregon um, or especially SoCal, Southern California, San Diego. Um, I'd love to hear what you guys have to say, and um, I'll take the feedback and uh, follow back up on it in, in, in future episodes, because I definitely will be back t- to Southern uh, California, and will uh, take the information that you guys give to me and use it, or at least consider it, and uh, yeah, maybe put it into action and give you guys an experiment. So take care, have a great night, and uh, remember always, be strong get strong, and stay strong. Love. Versa out.